Dobry den, yak I'm Pavlina, host of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Join me Wednesdays at 11 a.m. for a bilingual hour of Ukrainian music, folklore, and factoids for the culturally curious. And at 12 noon, join Oksana for Nash Holos Ukrainian Hour, here on CHLY 101.7 FM. Чашка це Індії, берег, де сонце і спека. На моєму столі мапа вогоні ганжа. Я люблю сонячні хвилі і промені Бога. А ще я люблю цілувати тебе. Моя тінгалінга, ага, ага, тінгалінга, ага. Ага, тінгалінга, ага, ага, тінгалінга, тінгалінга. Мого неба торкається, сонце і небо сміється. І дарує незвідані крила й дороги ганжа. Твої очі зелені, як море, як рай дуга серце. І теплим промінням своїм огортає мене Моя тінгалінга, ага, ага, тінгалінга, ага, ага, тінгалінга, ага, ага, тінгалінга, тінгалінга Солодкий п'янке Я співаю і пісня отця У горах лунає Ти теплим коханням своїм Огортаєш мене Моя тінгалінга Ага, ага, тінгалінга Ага, ага, тінгалінга Ага, ага, тінгалінга Oh, 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 
popular ethno-folk or ethno-pop group rather from Ukraine called Mandre and uh, that song was uh, the title was kind of a nonsense words tingalinga. Dobry den, szanowni radio słuchacze, witają was wszystkich na radio Peredaciu nasz Holos Radio Krinskoho Korinia na radio stanci CHLY 117 FM umisti Nanaimo. Przemykrofonici hodeno je Pavlina a następno hodeno bude z wami Oksana. Dziękuję szczerze perebutis name następnych dwóch hoden. Me mamy duże ciekawe nowene na dzisiejszy program. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm Paula Demchuk Macquarie, Pokrinska Pavlina, and I'll be your host for this first hour. Oksana will be along at 12 noon to host the show in Ukrainian. Great to have you with us. We've got a great program lined up for you in this hour. We've got a book review by Myra Junik, and this is an interesting book, uh, is The Memoirs of a Resistance Fighter in Ukraine who fought both the Nazis and the Soviets it, just uh, at the end of World War II. So stay tuned for that as well. We've got Ukrainian Jewish heritage, and we'll be looking again at dark tourism in Ukraine. As well, we've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next, we have Trio Maximovich. And a traditional folk song, uh, kind of a warning to young girls to be careful going out in the woods. It's also, I think, in today's era of social media, just a reminder that uh, people aren't really any different. Uh, Back then, we got stories about evil people in songs like this. Today, we get it pretty much in your face on social media. Again, here's Trio Maximovich with the tragic story of a young girl whose life is violently cut short at the hands of some very cruel and evil men. Trio Maximovich and Halu.
popular singer from Ukraine, Oksana Mucha, from her CD Reshito, and Klopsi Rebolovsi, the Fisher Boys. Up next, a blast from the past. Uh, this is a group called Brate Hajukene, and a song that uh, we played a fair bit back in uh, the early days of Nash Holos in the 1990s off a cassette recording. This is uh, this is from this is a digital recording, obviously, and this song is called it's a Surajik, I guess, uh, title mix of Russian and Ukrainian. Zvostochkomaya. My star.
Slušajte radio predaču naš Holos Radio Krinskoho Korinja na radio stanciji CHLY 101 FM u mjestu Nenajmo. Hovorit Pavlina. You're listening to naš Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nenajmo. I'm your host this hour, Pavlina. And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now. Brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Bager. Let's take a moment to consider dark tourism. The concept is elastic and quite multifaceted, and it has a distinguished historic pedigree. Evidently, there are assertions that Thomas Cook, yes, the Thomas Cook that founded the famous international travel agency, took people to see public hangings in England with some of his very first tour groups in the 19th century. And there is even an academic institute for dark tourism in England that promotes ethical research, research into a social scientific understanding of sites of death and disaster, and how these sites have or can become tourist sites, whether appropriate or inappropriate. The world offers so many options for dark tourism. The horrifying, like now visitor throng concentration camps. The easily accessible, like Ground Zero at the 9-11 memorials in Lower Manhattan. The far-flung and harder to reach, like the haunting ruins of lovely ancient Armenian churches in the isolated reaches of what is now northeastern Turkey. Reflecting on those runes also brings up uncomfortable questions on what happened to those people who once worshipped in those churches. Reflecting on those runes also brings up uncomfortable questions on what happened to those people who once worshipped in those churches. There is also the edgy. People are usually impressed when you've told them you were able to tour the radioactive zone around Chernobyl. Which brings us to the endless supply of dark tourist sites in Eastern Europe, and specifically Ukraine. The first edition of Ruth Ellen Gruber's book, Jewish Heritage Travel, A Guide to Eastern Europe, was published 25 years ago. This was the first, and is still considered the most complete Jewish travel guide to the region. Gruber has tracked Jewish cultural developments in Europe for three decades, and writes often on Jewish heritage, revival, and tourism in post-communist Europe. In her 2012 book, Virtually Jewish, Reinventing Jewish Culture in Europe, she used the term, quote, virtually Jewish, unquote, to describe the way so-called, quote, Jewish space, unquote, in Europe is often filled by non-Jews. When Gruber began her work back in 1989, almost any visit to a Jewish heritage site could be considered a form of dark tourism. But she has carefully noted 
the evolution of this tourism and what is happening today. Gruber believes there have been dramatic changes. There are still many neglected ruins. Many sites and experiences remain deeply troubling and tragic. But so much more new information is now available. Scholars, governments, tour guides, and cultural and heritage entrepreneurs have opened up tremendous new travel opportunities. Gruber has been traveling and lecturing Ukraine, most recently at the Center for Urban History of East Central Europe in Lviv. She spoke on the changes in Jewish heritage travel over the last 25 years. Gruber also visited Jewish heritage sites in more than 10 towns near Lviv to observe conditions and note changes. She coordinates the website www.jewishheritageeurope.eu that recently reported new developments in the town of Brody. In 1939, Jews made up around 10,000 of the 18,000 people who live there. Fewer than 100 are believed to have survived the Holocaust. The historic fortress synagogue in the town, built in the 1740s, was heavily damaged in the Second World War. The ruins have towered over the market square in the center of town for decades. Recently, new signage in Ukrainian and English has been installed at the site to describe the building and explain the important Jewish history of the town. A tourist brochure on Jewish Brody has also been published and can be downloaded. This is all part of a now larger effort to highlight the town's multicultural history, a history previously ignored. These initiatives are part of a project carried out by the NGO Krai, or LAND. They are within the framework of choice, cultural heritage opportunity for improving civic engagement. This is a broader project funded by the European Union and the Association of Local Democracy Agencies of France. But Gruber sees long-term preservation of the ruins as an issue that will have to be eventually considered. Ruth Ellen Gruber's long-term monitoring of Jewish heritage travel in Eastern Europe reveals the complex and often still unresolved issues surrounding memory and appropriate commemoration. And she reminds us that increasingly mainstream travel itineraries will bring visitors to reflect on, as she writes, the dark with the destination. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com.
From the United States of America, that is a group called Fata Morgana, and they're originally from Ukraine, but they've been in the States since, oh, about the 1990s, I think, and uh, still going strong. That is a song from one of their many prolific albums and a traditional Ukrainian folk, folk song with a very seasonal title, Oy Upolinevka, In the Cornfield. Up next, we're going to keep it in North America. We're going to come into Canada now, though, to Edmonton, where there is a group called UB. And from their second CD called Homebrew, here they are with a seasonal song, I guess seasonal spring as well as fall. Mushrooms are uh, plentiful in the wild. So here we've got UB singing about picking mushrooms. Hrebe. Ой, дівчина по рибі ходила, в зеленому гаю заблудила. А я чорнява нічки не спала, нічки не спала, з долею уяла. А я чорнява нічки не спала, нічки не спала, з долею уяла. Ой, козачі молоді бутяю, вибіть мене зеленого гаю. А я чорнява нічки не спала, нічки не спала, з долею уяла. Чорнява нічки не спала, нічки не спала, з долею уяла. Та у дівчині коника трима, 
дай в собі мені тебе замало мало завжди мені так добре з тобою коли ти поруч я відчуваю душою це усе мене але тобі скажу ще young Ukrainian singer by the name of Dima Kondrashov and a song called Shtyodendein, Yet Another Day. Welcome to Knishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, Ukrainian stories in English. In this edition of Knishka Corner, we will be discussing Michael Bochno's additional information about the Ukrainian underground in Zakharsonia, 1944-1947. Michael Bochno's memoir explores the life of resistance fighters in the Ukrainian underground in Zakharsonia during the years 1944-47. Bochno's motto reveals the central focus of this book, War is a Tragedy. But with human spirit, all tragedies have a silver lining, Mine was that I survived to tell the story of our heroes of the Ukrainian resistance, their sacrifices, and their victories. Writing in both Ukrainian and English, Bochno gives readers a rare look into life during World War II in Ukraine. His childhood in the village of Radava in Yaroslav County began under Polish rule. As the child of poor farmers, Michael grew up in a strong and loving community. 
1939, Bolsheviks occupied his village, and two years later, the Germans arrived. His education was cut short by these changes, but he managed to get a job as a social services worker for the Ukrainian Aid Committee in the city of Sinawa. In 1944, the Polish communist militia arrested him, along with other young men suspected of being part of the Ukrainian underground. His life as a partisan was spent in the forests. The underground shelters where they lived were dangerous and unhealthy. All those who had to work in underground hideouts suffered ill health for the rest of their lives. There was constant danger, but there was also great heroism. Bochna describes his training and life with the resistance. He made lifelong friends, but many of them did not survive the war. Fleeing Soviet oppression, Bochna traveled through Czechoslovakia to Germany's American sector. After a brief time in prison, he lived in a displaced persons camp. Here he found that the Ukrainian community was alive and well. He enrolled in the Ukrainian Free University and in July 1951 departed Germany for the United States. He first traveled to Cleveland, but later attended Kent State University, where he majored in geography. In 1961, Bochnob traveled to Washington, D.C., where he worked in the Library of Congress Geographical Department, Map Division, until 1992. He moved to Toronto in April 1993. One of the strongest elements of this memoir is the priceless collection of photographs of Bochna's life. It includes photos of his family, his time in the resistance, and his years in the United States and Canada. There are also numerous photographs of leaders and members of Oun and Opa from the Trans-Curzon region. Bochna's story gives readers a sense of what it was like to live in rural Ukraine before and during World War II, to spend time in a Soviet prison, to be part of the Ukrainian resistance, to flee the Soviets, to live in exile in Germany, and to start a new life in the United States and Canada. This memoir is written in both Ukrainian and English. It also includes a lengthy section listing the members of Okva Upa, in Canada and the United States. Bochno gives details about the life of these individuals. The information provided in this memoir is disappearing quickly, as many of the members of this great generation of patriots are no longer with us. The details provided in this book will be useful to readers interested in understanding the Ukrainian resistance and the life of Ukrainian emigrants after the war. Researchers will appreciate the details provided in this book, which are not available elsewhere. Relatives of the individuals listed in this memoir will also appreciate the information provided by Bochna about the lives of their family members. Michael Bochna was born in 1925 in the village of Radawa in the county of Yaroslav, which is now located in Poland. In 1944, he was arrested by the Polish Communist Citizens Militia on suspicion of being a member of the Ukrainian underground. After spending time in prison, he joined the underground resistance from 1946 to 47. He escaped to West Germany and eventually emigrated to Cleveland. 
After finishing his education, he worked at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. He served as the head of Okwa Upa, the Association of Former Upa Soldiers of the USA and Canada, from 1973 to 2018. Currently, Michael Bochna lives in Toronto, Ontario. His memoir provides the Ukrainian community with a priceless addition to the history of our nation, and it honors the courage and sacrifices of our Ukrainian heroes. Additional information about the Ukrainian underground in Zakersonia, the Transkurzon Territory, 1944-1947, is available from mbochna at pm.me. Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Vyslouchejte radio předáčů náš holos radio Krínského Koríně na radiostanci CHLY 101.7 FM u místí Nenajmo. Hovorit Pavlina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host this hour, Pavlina. Ja pojedu, ja pil, že ne pojedu, 
pair groups for you there. That was Slew High from their first CD, Pounding Back the Polkas, and that was a Kolomeka, also known as Oitaduna. And before them, High Profile from their second CD, Tribute to Ukrainian Heritage and Oichorna Yesichorna, I Am a Dark Eyed Beauty. Up next, Millennia from Edmonton, and uh, this is a song that's going out to the Vesna Ukrainian dancers of Nanaimo, the Delena Ukrainian dancers up island in Comox Courtney, and uh, any other Ukrainian dancers or any dancers uh, that are tuning into the show. Here is Millennia with Little Dancer. <music>
годину була з вами Павліна. Нагадую, ви слухайте радіопрограму «Наш голос», радіо нашого коріння. На хвилі СІЧЛВАЙ 101.7 FM у місті Нанаймо. Залишайтеся з нами наступну годину. Далі передаю мікрофону Оксані. Запрошую послухати трохи про історію і традиції розповість Оксана. Але перед тим я хочу залишити вас такими словами мудрості. Одна сталь – And our proverb of the week translates as all steel is steel, but the price is not always the same. And that brings us to the end of the first hour of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour. Meanwhile, please join me here again next Wednesday from 11 a.m. till 12 noon. And until then, do stay in touch with both Oksana and me via our Facebook page and Twitter. In between broadcasts, please visit us online where you'll find transcripts, audio archives, information about the show, as well as a link to the podcast feed. And that's at www.nasholos.com. You can also find Nash Holos on Mixcloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and other podcast places. And, of course, on your favorite podcast app. So, stay tuned next for the Nasholos Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by Wellness Wednesday to learn how to be healthy naturally. And at 2 p.m., join Gord Bibby for two hours of great oldies on Groovin' with Bibby G. I'm Pavlina. Thanks so much for listening. Do zusrichi. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.